0: A T Rex skeleton half covered in cybernetics roars as a banner reading Children's Day floats down from the top of the page. On the back of the skeleton, the Baroness fights an imposing figure in technological armor, while below, William holds an ancient stone rod aloft. To the left, Darren leads two children away from falling rubble, while on the right, Pyrrho desperately holds a psychic shield against the rampaging dinosaur skeleton. Issue 11 A fun day out where nothing goes wrong. to issue 11. So issue 10 kind of ended with a little bit of a truth bomb from William, who has kind of come clean with the rest of the team about his family's somewhat dark... Well, not totally clean, but... Cleaner. Cleaner. Cleanish. Okay.
1: Cleanish. He's come off white.
0: Yes. (laughs) Rather than being a straight-up, you know, demonic traitor who is trying to lead an army against you, at least you know why that happened. Whether or not you trust him is up to you, but he has told you the reasons for that. Yes. Um, so I want to kind of bring right in on there. Um, so we had that last scene where some of the team seemed like they might have understood, and some of the team seemed like they might have been a little bit shocked, and some of the team seems like maybe they were still processing their emotions. I think there's a couple of panels of just silence, and I want to move on from there to how the team actually reacts to that.
1: The Baroness doesn't know what to do, and just sort of silently gets up and walks out, sort of like...
0: Trundles on out of the mall? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So it is now uh, Darren and Piero and William. Darren, so... can you go get the Baroness back for us? <coughs> <laughs> 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 so so where was the Baroness going? Are you just heading outside to have a sit-down? or are The you Baroness actually... is just
1: outside, sitting down, okay. like, treading? Like, leaves or
0: something? Okay. Wow. I think right. the Baroness prefers some time to herself right now. Fair. <laughs> Fair. But
2: um, I think I would like to use not-so-different after all.
0: So what does that say?
2: When I talk about my home, I roll plus freak. And I uh, if I roll you know, certain numbers, things sure, sure, happen. Sure.
0: But basically you have to talk to someone about your home. Yeah, I talk
2: to them about my home. And this is more to... Comfort or okay. show camaraderie. I feel like I would definitely understand his feelings. That he's okay. going
0: through. So, so what are you telling him though?
2: I'm gonna tell him actually. My the reason why I'm here in the first place. Ooh, I like this.
0: We're sharing. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I
2: need to roll though. I think right.
0: Or... Uh, tell him first, then roll. <clears throat> All
2: right. Um, I under I understand the conflicted feelings that you can have inside when you. Feel a responsibility to one thing, but you're feeling uh inside you feel something else than what you're supposed to be doing. I understand that. And in my planet, we are supposed to prepare ourselves to be our best selves, and I fail to be that best self. And I regret it every day.
0: Ooh, I like that. Okay. That that I think tri- triggers that role. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> well. Ten.
2: And it's Plus freak, which is plus three, so thirteen. <laughs> nice. So what happens on a ten plus? Choose two. two. Okay. I would. I confess a flaw, flaw of my home, or describe the glories of my home. Okay. I would say that would count as a flaw, and that would add one team to the pool.
0: So we've got one team in the pool. And did you mm-hmm. say you choose two of those things? Yes. What's the other one? Because it could be the glories of your home too. Yeah. Because I could I see that, like, we, we make ourselves our best selves. Yeah. yeah.
2: I would say, describe the glory of my home, and I would clear a condition. Nice. All
0: right. So you clear a condition, and we've added a team to the pool. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Speaking of which, it is a new session, so I think we start with a team in the pool. That brings us up to two. How does William respond to that?
3: Slowly, apparently.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, this is an emotional session. So much emotion. I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna respond to that. Okay. Well, well that's fine. fine. A, a non-response can be a response.
1: Yeah. Baroness walks back in and is like... I heard what you said, Darren.
0: It <laughs> really got to me.
1: <laughs> William, I'm sorry I doubted you. You're a good guy. I think I trust you now.
0: <laughs> the Baroness just gave it some time <laughs> oh, yes. to
1: Oh, yes. I've still got my eye on you, but I think you're telling the truth. Oh. Is it
4: the robot eye or the... It's the robot
0: eye. Ooh, it's always the robot eye. So I think we're going to move on from there. So uh, I mean, unless uh, movie situation. I think we're going to move on from that particular scene unless someone <laughs> has anything else that they actually want to do there. And I want to move up, basically, once again, kind of a day or two. Mm-hmm. At this point, William, I need you to roll your legacy move. Because time has passed. It has.
3: Yes. It's not going well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so first off, let's go down that legacy move. Let's ask those questions of the table. Uh, yeah. Whenever
3: time passes...
0: Yeah, role plus savior to see how the members of your legacy feel or react to your most recent exploits. But first, you've got some questions to ask. Ask the other players to answer these
3: questions about your performance. <laughs> Take negative one to the role for each no answer. Have you been upholding the traditions <laughs> of your legacy?
0: No. no. Okay, alright, yeah, cool. No. Have
3: you maintained the image of your legacy? Uh, a
2: little bit. I <sighs> haven't been really involved much with your legacy. I mean, the bridge so, battle
1: was the, kind yeah,
4: of The bridge battle, I feel like you oh. kind of went with what It appeared as if you were doing what your legacy wanted you to do.
1: I feel like the image of your legacy is hiding from the public and you haven't
2: been doing that. So I would say no.
0: Okay, so we've got a yes and a no. So Darren is the tiebreaker.
2: I'm trying to remember the exploits of the the bridge. Fight scene on his end because he took he took power from the ninja. I also yeah.
3: specifically betrayed my father's partners. So you <laughs> did. Did. Which is what he does, does too. It so. is. <laughs> no, it is. And, and remember,
0: this is out of character. This is not what your character thinks. It is right. the players not player. characters. So.
2: Yeah, me the player. I don't think. Okay,
0: so, don't there's, think okay. so there's so a note. And how about the last
3: one? Have you made the other members of your legacy proud?
0: No. no. Probably not. Okay. All so that's right. A that's a negative three. <laughs> negative three. I get
3: a positive two from Savior. So we're at
0: a negative one. Negative one. And I rolled an eight. So that's a okay. seven. All right, so on a seven to nine.
3: A member of the Legacy is upset with your most recent actions and will make their displeasure
0: known. I feel like that was inevitable. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I, think, I think that works. Over the next couple of days, um, you notice that there are vehicles that are kind of canvassing the area that you're staying in. They obviously don't know where you're at, but at some point your dad has realized the general area you're in, and he's making it known that his people are out there. And they are definitely keeping an eye out for you. Okay. So it's not any direct thing, but you feel like your dad's maybe looking for you, okay. and maybe not in a friendly way. From there as well, do you regularly, Piero, keep an eye out for any sort of Instagram or social media stuff? Uh, now that you have a friend in that in that sphere.
4: I feel like Piero's got m- more important things to do than check social media, but sure. I feel like maybe like walking down the. The street, there's like a like one that they run into. Okay, that they just see, and maybe it's Ted yeah. Roman, maybe it's Hiro, maybe yeah, it's or it could whoever be like Rick
0: or Montel, you yeah. know, your your pals. Yes, my friends, um, so, my brothers. So yeah, I, I think maybe um, maybe on one of your outings to like procure groceries or something mm-hmm. like that, you do notice that there is a couple there are a couple of flyers up. Yeah, um, and one of them calls you out specifically. Wow, and it's basically sort mm-hmm. of an appeal to come on my program oh. uh, from Todd Roman, because he wants to personally thank you.
4: Oh, that's nice. But... Uh,
0: he does say that there is a public <coughs> shooting of a video that is going to happen out front of the Apex City Museum. Um, so there is a public shooting of a video that's going to happen out front of the Apex City Museum, and it's set for this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you decide whether or not Kira would show up to that.
4: That sounds like something that someone would follow me to. It does! Uh, so I think that maybe we go. or go. I go. I go, but I don't go as, like, an honored guest. I just go as you're, someone... you
0: just gonna go, like, plain clothes? Yeah. Yeah, like, no mime face, any of that kind of stuff. Uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean... Because if you're
0: in mime face, you're gonna be you're gonna be obvious.
4: Maybe there's a lot of people in mime face, because there's a lot of people who are fans.
0: Ooh, I like that. Like, there's a whole legion of Pyrrhos. <laughs> Using your head, Pyrrho, yeah! Nice. You know what? I like that. We're gonna roll with that. Thank you. Speaking of the Apex City Museum, it is Children's Day, there's a new exhibit. Yes. It's all based around dinosaurs. Yes. They've just dug up a couple of really cool uh, fossil specimens that they're finally putting on display. So all
2: of them? Every fossil specimen
0: ever? That's what I thought. Every single fossil specimen ever, yes. <laughs> so the question here is uh, really mostly because this is Kids Day, and Meredith and Officer Darren have actually asked if you would be willing to take the kids. Uh, to kind of like have a... An outing with them.
2: Oh my god, I'm a Chapy R1 again! Yes, you're a Chappier one again.
0: Um, so that they can maybe have a uh, a them date. Yes. Aww. So is that something that you are uh are gonna do?
2: I will happily help them pollinate together. <laughs> and take okay. their I'll take their spawns. <laughs> the I'll take their spores, their seedlings <laughs> to this to the museum. <sighs>
0: I want, to, I want to revisit the Baroness right quick before okay. we go to the museum. So it's been an emotional kind of roller coaster over yeah. these last few days for you. You've rebooted. Things have changed. You've learned some things about yourself. Uh-huh. What, how is the Baroness sort of reacting to this?
1: So I think there's going to be a couple scenes of a Baroness uh, talking to Overclock's head. Just sort of like, talk, I need to talk to another cyborg right now. Yeah. And that's the closest I have.
0: Right. So you kept his head after you pulled yes. it off. Where did you keep it?
1: So I'm sort of, like, hiding it under my pillow, but when, when like, the door is closed, I sort of put it on, like, at the stool next to the little bed. And just
0: talk to it?
2: Yeah. Okay. Staring. <laughs> yes, um, Darren. Yes. Can I just come out and say, that is bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Literally speaking. <laughs> Literally speaking. Oh, uh,
2: that's so good. <laughs> uh-huh. That is all. That's
0: all
4: I
1: think. Okay.
0: So I, I do want to do that little scene with there, in you talking to, to Overclock's head. Yes. So... Are the lights on, or are you full-on angsting this in dark?
1: I think this is full-on angst. Full angst. I You're think the lights are just off. Just sitting in the
0: dark, talking to his head on a stool. And yeah. what, what does that scene look like? It's like, a soft
1: glow of electronics. Okay.
0: Um, are we doing these in panels, or are you actually talking to him? I'm thinking this is panels. Okay, so we've got a couple of panels, and we've got, like, those narrative boxes where you can yeah. see what's going on inside the, the I'm, I'm the not head.
1: physically talking out yeah. loud.
0: What What's in those boxes?
1: Well, it's sort of like... This is sort of like how the Baroness is keeping a diary, sort of. Like, you know, like, just thinking how weird it was to had like,
0: knocked out and rebooted for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. is this how you felt when I pulled your head off? And I think eventually the Baroness probably gets up and leaves the room. Yes. And we ha- we have a panel after the Baroness leaves the room that is just, like, three panels in a row of Overclock's head. And in the last head, there's an orange glow that pings on. And then we move on from that point. I think the day of the uh, museum. So Piro is showing up to maybe check out this live video shooting. Darren is here with the kids. Um, Darren, did you invite, or did either of you invite, uh, either of your other teammates to this?
2: That's right. I would have seen them in the movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Going to the museum together. So yes, I would have invited everyone. Okay, so, it sounds and, about and right. how about
0: Piro? Is Piro? going to uh, the I think
2: out? I probably would have tried to communicate that this
4: may be something that... May be a thing. That might not go well, <clears throat> and maybe we should keep an eye on it.
0: Okay. So you both kind of put out that, hey, we're going to be out here in public. And I guess then for William, the question is, knowing that your dad mm. is out in force looking for you, would you show up to this?
4: My face, my face, my face.
3: William is not ready to go that far yet, okay. <laughs> but he is going to go make a huge character step forward and go to a local Goodwill and Ooh.
0: Whoa. street clothes. Yeah,
3: nice. just the worst kind of street clothes. I need- Jinko uh, jeans. Okay, Jinko, Jinko jeans. I think, I
0: think I think I actually need the rest of the table to tell me what these Goodwill clothes are Whoa. on William. Early-
4: so, Ooh, okay. Not Jinko
0: jeans. So, so we'll, I tell you what, we'll just go around the table and everyone tell me one piece of clothing. Uh, Lenny, go.
4: Okay, just like some wild out there thing on a shirt that makes absolutely no sense. Like they're just words that mean nothing when you put them together.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, Christina, what do you think?
4: I am thinking.
1: I'm thinking a hat. It's a, it's a stereotypical old man hat. Is it a trucker hat? No, it's not a trucker hat. Is uh, it like a
2: boat hat? Oh, like those. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah Does it have fish hooks it?
2: No, he would have taken those out.
1: That's true. All
0: right, so he's got the nonsense shirt and a boat hat. Yes. And, man, last one. Mmm, jean shorts. Jean shorts. Jorts. Jorts. Oh, God. Jorts. Okay. So, this, so this is William in short pants and probably still his dress shoes because no one's in <laughs> Wait, doesn't he get the say right? You guys are it?
4: seriously
0: underestimating. Doesn't he get the pick
4: one...
1: You've like had other yeah. people dress you your whole Well, you're life. trying to look exactly not like you.
0: That's true. So remember, this is uh, dressed by committee at this point. Um, don't worry, I'm not See, just I... going to pick on William. Everyone will get a chance for this at some point. I imagine William... He's, he's going to William. need
3: a hat that covers more of his head.
0: Well, boat hat can. Yeah. Boat hat is, is a wide brim. You can kind of pull it down a little yeah. bit. So yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I imagine like you walking
1: into Goodwill and asking one of the people to pick out clothes for you, because that's how you normally get clothes. That's true. And they're like,
0: you're, not, you're <laughs> actually you're a very rich kid. You're not used to dressing yourself. <laughs> yeah, this is partially true. <laughs> you probably know what high fashion is supposed to look like. You don't know what normal people wear.
2: We've never put together an outfit. Before. Like, the shirt say normal I've people
4: seen wear. Old
1: Navy <laughs> commercials.
0: Okay, that's a good. Come point. on, I'm not a complete idiot.
1: That's a good no, point. You view okay. that as
0: poor people clothes. Yeah,
3: so I'm trying to dress like Old Navy, like. Okay, oh, that, I
0: actually okay. buy that argument. Sure, I do like the normal people wear t shirt <laughs> Yeah, and, I like that. Yeah. Is it mostly the jean shorts you have a problem with? I, I mean, it's it's fine. It's not okay. that big of a deal. All right, that's it's... fine. That's fine. This is like a chrysalis moment for William, yeah. where we're we're in the hideous cocoon before we become the Butterfree. Yeah. Um, the beautiful butterfly, beautiful, beautiful butterfly. It could just Our be there was
4: nothing dance. else but jean shorts. Yeah. Ooh, that does sound. Nothing but jean shorts were available, um, so like you just had to go with them. Yeah, you, there were that's no other the thing. Options. It's a mixed bag. It yeah. hurts
0: your soul. But... It's it's always a crapshoot. It is so. All right. So uh, the morning of, we know we've got Darren and the kids. We know we've got Piero heading to the shooting. Which group or are you by yourselves, Baroness and William?
1: So I got invites from both Darren and Piero, right? So I'm, I'm just there. yes. Okay, you got sure. you get invites from both. So Darren said you're going with uh, Officer Darren's kids, and what did? What did you say, Piro? I
4: just said we should keep an eye out for stuff that could be going okay. wrong. Okay,
1: so do I know this is, like, a Piro-centered thing?
4: I don't even I don't even know if any of us know that it's... Okay. Well, I mean, there's the the, well, the well, one well, event that's Piro-centered. Yeah, right, what do
0: I would know you about that? Yeah. Or just, hey, I'm going to this thing, keep an eye out.
4: Uh, probably just, hey, I'm going to this thing, keep an eye out. Okay. I think I'm pretty...
1: So if, I, pretty if I don't yeah. know that there's a, a Piro thing going on, then I would probably just be wearing, like, my normal leather bear jacket.
0: Okay. And weirdly enough, the uh, shopkeeper that you saved from Uh the uh, robbers actually volunteers at the museum. So he's taking tickets up front. And when you come in, like, you're getting some hassle from security. He's like, no, no, no. She's cool.
4: (laughs) Thank you. And
0: and fast tracks you through security.
4: Wow. Volunteer Uh, with that much power. Right? right? Wow.
0: Right? We can only dream. (laughs) Uh, I know. William, how about you?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with loner at this point. Okay. He's there hanging out. Maybe be maybe uh I'm sure he sees everyone else, or at least sure. yeah. Baroness and Darren. Yeah. It's hard to pick a Piero out of the crowd at yeah. this point. Yeah. The crowd of Pyrrhos. <laughs> um
0: yeah, and that is a weird thing when you guys come up on the steps. Yeah, I wasn't this, expecting you know? that. There's just a crowd of Pyros.
1: I would have worn my Pyro costume if I'd known. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: how does Darren feel about that? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel how like Darren feel would have mistaken
4: that? several people. Oh,
2: I guarantee that. Like,
4: I like, oh. It's okay.
2: Pyro <gasps> <laughs> like, came! Oh, no, no. no. Pyro came!
0: Pyro came!
2: <laughs> there are so many. There There's are so many, many Pyros. They're populating like crazy. Did
0: Pyro germinate? So... <laughs> So I want to start off with you. You're in this crowd of people who are dressed more or less like you. Yeah. uh, Which is an odd feeling. Some of them have much better costumes. Some of them look more like you than you do. Wow. Uh, And they're all kind of clustered around uh, Todd Roman um, and a couple of his bro cycles who are working the cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is doing sweet kick flips and grinds down the railings at the museum. Oh, God. Um, and partway through the video, he starts taking Piro what's the word Volunteers, pyro volunteers from the audience, mm-hmm. to teach them how to kick flip. Wow. <laughs> Do you get in on this? Oh, God. Uh,
4: <laughs> no, I'm just going to watch. Okay. I'm just going to watch.
0: All right. Uh, so you watch Todd Roman surprisingly like gently teach these kids who don't really know what a skateboard is what a is. good guy yeah uh he always like first thing is like you know helmet safety pads it's the first step of being a good bro is keep your bro safe wow. and you know within a couple of minutes this has gone from like a video shoot to like a hey let's teach people how to kickflip wow uh, what and a this is and this is part of he says into the camera this is part of his giving back initiative because ever since Pierrot helped him, he feels like he needs to give back to the community.
4: Wow. Aww. In the form of kickflips. Yes. I mean, kickflips are a valuable part of society. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Building
0: communities. Meanwhile, inside the museum, we get a couple of panels of uh, Baroness and the kids and Darren walking around. Uh, obviously, the kids are way, way into the dinosaur exhibits. <laughs> they're <also insane. laughs> And there's one that you come to that's in this big room that they're only letting small groups at a time into. And it is the world's best preserved T-Rex skeleton. This is not just a cast. This is the actual skeleton that for a very small amount of time they're being allowed to exhibit. So they're only letting small groups at a time in. And when you get in there, you realize ahead of you is a gentleman that you've seen before. He's wearing spandex and flip-flops. Uh, basically down to the knee spandex and kind of like (coughs) down to the elbow he's got a big bushy mustache and he's at the moment not wearing a hat but you're used to seeing him in like a cowboy hat uh this is tony rex dakota Woo! Uh Uh, and as you come in he goes hi kids welcome to the best t-rex in the world no not me this fella right here and he looks over she goes oh i know you (laughs) come on in Is this the look that Denny has? (laughs)
1: Yes. So this is Tony Rex as a man, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. This is
0: Tony Rex as a person, not as a T-Rex. Okay. Um, But he is wearing, you know...
4: His blooms are... Did you say he was wearing a cowboy hat?
0: No, no. He usually is right now. Does the
4: cowboy hat stay on when he's a T-Rex?
0: If he's wearing it, yes. (laughs) Nice. Um, But right now, right now he is not.
4: Okay.
0: Sorry. He does always wear flip-flops, though. Um, (laughs) Sliders or flip-flops? Flip-flops. Okay. Because when he transforms, he gets very big, and he would break his shoes if he didn't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys head on in. Are you going to say anything, or are you just going to stand there and, like, aw?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> jaw dropped? <laughs> yeah, jaw dropped.
1: He's, he's not affiliated with Kopi right? Or he is, is he? not. Okay. He is definitely not. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a little nod. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, I sort of personally have some, some respect for him. Yeah. But...
0: Uh, and he's like, so are you guys just here for the tour? Or, uh, I mean, I can tell you all about this this here beautiful animal.
1: You know what, Tony? I think the children would love to hear that.
0: And Tony goes off on a spiel, and he is very, very knowledgeable (laughs) about this. Like, he is hamming it up. And the children um, would know who he is, though. Oh, yeah. He's got got a cable-access TV show. He's got a toy line. Uh, He runs a drive-in theater. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would definitely think the the kids would be, like, losing He's like a visible
0: hero. Yeah, runs a drive-in theater. Yeah, yeah we yeah, yeah. Was in Why? The, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot you weren't around for that episode. We realize that Tony Rex Dakota wants to do things that normal people do, like watch movies. But sometimes he's a T Rex. I so also think that, that, he, has that so he has a drive-in theater. theater. That's that's part of how he makes his money.
4: I also think that he probably has a special movie night where he shows like Godzilla movies. Oh, and definitely. He acts actually, like, Jurassic Park. Yeah, like yeah, rips yeah. the screen and like yeah. really makes it like a three. He movie. would
0: never rip the screen. Those things are expensive. Yeah,
4: well, maybe he makes a lot of money
0: screen is your friend. Anyway, my Rocky Horror Days are coming back, I'm sorry. Um, You get through that, and eventually you guys kind of cycle out of that room because you can't be in there forever, uh, as much as you might like to be.
2: Yeah, I I would be be starstruck. I would be (laughs) completely starstruck. Like, I would be turning orange and yellow and pink, like, all yeah. over. I'd be like, oh nice. my god.
0: And on the way out, um, they've got little, like, brochures that are pictures of Tony Rex, you know, next to the dinosaur skeleton, giving a big thumbs up, and he's, like, signed them for you.
4: Aww.
2: Um, I feel like so. I would be like, on my planet, we would have sacrificed you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he goes, well, it's a good thing I'm on my planet. Hey, what planet are you from?
2: I uh, can't be pronounced.
0: <laughs> oh, is it one of those ones with, like, the weird mushroom people? My wife's from outer space.
2: Wow. I didn't know my people were called weird.
0: No, well, I mean, no, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. That was insensitive of me. Um, unique. Very unique biodiversity. <laughs> yes. That's a... Yes. And <laughs> yes. he actually looks like a little bit crestfallen that he's hurt your feelings.
2: <clears throat> he's such a nice person.
0: <laughs> so, whilst that is happening, William, you're in the museum or outside the museum?
3: I'll be kidding.
0: Are you keeping an eye out for anything in particular or just kind of casing the joint or are you trying to enjoy yourself?
3: I'm just looking around for anything suspicious. Okay.
0: I want you, since you are being suspicious, to roll to assess your situation. Eleven. Eleven. Nice. On assess, uh, I believe with a ten plus, that gets you two of those questions. Go ahead and look at those questions and see if if any of them jump out to you.
3: What is the... What here is the greatest danger? Is in the greatest danger?
0: Uh, What here is in or what here is?
3: Is in is the
0: question. Okay. You actually do notice some things. Um, While the dino exhibit is the big one... They actually do have another, another exhibit room that looks like it has been recently opened up, and this is full of uh, Mesopotamian artifacts. Mm-hmm. And you notice that there's a good bit of security around this, um, but there are definitely spots in the middle of that where there are gaps in that security, and in those gaps, you notice a couple of people sort of heading into those rooms.
3: I'm definitely checking that out.
0: All right, so you're just kind of like sneaking in behind them? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you telling anyone at this point, or are you just kind of seeing what's going on? I
3: want to see what's going on. Okay. No need to alert.
0: And you do have another one of those questions. You can either ask it now, or you can hold on to it. Save it it for later. But yeah, and you do have plus one while acting on the answers to these guys as well. So you sneak in behind them, and you see inside. So whenever these guards disappear, one of them will kind of go into that room, and then come back out. As you enter, you very quickly notice that there are probably three or four guards, stripped of their uniforms, tied up in a corner. And the people that are coming back out are the ones that have been switching into those uniforms.
3: That's not suspicious at all.
0: Right? They haven't seen you yet. What do you do?
3: I'm going to keep trying to sneak into the exhibit without being noticed to see what it is that they are after in here. Before I start skipping, I will put out a quick alert of trouble in artifact exhibit.
0: Sure. With that, since you are now using your Phoenix watch you can in a... Run a tight Mesopotamian. Yeah. Come on. Since, <laughs> since, you're, since you're using your Phoenix watch in a stressful situation, uh, that's gonna trigger that custom move there. Roll plus superior. Nope. Oh dear, how much is that? That's a four. That's a four. <laughs> so you press these buttons, and you send the text, and a little cartoon Phoenix pops up on your watch, full sound, and goes, Hi! I'm Phil the Phoenix, and I'm here to teach you how to use your new tech! Um, and the guards at this point... <laughs> swivel
3: we should really do that tutorial
0: like as this cartoon fetus, well the first time it worked perfectly uh, this, this cartoon fetus at this point goes what can I help you out with it looks like you're trying to send a message to your friends and you can see these guys in the guard uniforms just like looking at you just, like flabbergasted what do you do I've been waiting for someone to fail that rule. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, by the way, go ahead. Do mark potential for that. Oh, I already did. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god.
3: Uh, do I know any of, these guard, any of these replaced guards at all? Do they look familiar to me at all? Um, Specifically, do any of them work for my father?
0: No. I'll, I'll give you that. You don't know. These, these, these are not someone you've seen in company of your dad. Okay. Uh, you do have one more thing on Assess if you want to get any more yeah. information, though.
1: Could we best end this quickly? Or what
0: here can I use to, or what here is the biggest threat, or, you know, what have you. I'm going to go with
3: uh, who here is the most vulnerable.
0: So these guards don't look like they're, you know, super-powered or anything. Um, You do notice that they're carrying kind of high-tech weaponry. Like, they look like they're carrying, like, high-tech stun batons. Um, No guns or blasters or anything like that, so that's good for you. Those are probably going to be relatively easy to take out, but you do see someone... Kind of towards the back of this exhibit, who is fiddling with a case. He looks like if the Baroness was just a human covered in cybernetics. He looks very similar, only mm-hmm. he's got big teeth and like kind of a reptilian jaw sort of thing, and he's wearing a cowboy hat.
3: Uh, you said he's fiddling with a case. Can you? What does that mean? What kind of case? It you...
0: look. There's a big case that has a what looks like a stone rod inside it, and he's trying to open it without. Okay, so it like a museum arm. case. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yes. Stone yeah, so these guards look like more or less hired thugs. That guy looks like probably an actual villain. So, do we want to pause there and maybe move over while you get, get your wits mm-hmm. about you? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, that's that's a fine. good that's I think that is a good scene to pause on. Yeah. All right. So I failed to
3: send a message.
0: <laughs> I will. I will say this: the message is sent. Oh. Okay. It's, it's just they it, it alerted them to you while you did. Gotcha. It. So you've sent a message. Uh, the rest of you have kind of a there's something going on in the uh, you know artifact area. Mm-hmm. Uh, from William, and it is actually delivered by a bright cartoon <clears throat> phoenix that pops up on each of your watches and goes, Hi guys, your friend William sent you a message. And then it says, text Trouble I'm not sure what that was supposed to mean, but it seems like he wants your help. Because well, it was text speech. Yeah.
1: Well, I got the word trouble. Yes. So, I'm gonna look at Darren and say, maybe one of us should stay with the kids and one of us should go to our dark room. I don't know. You're, you're closer to Officer Darren. I'm going to defer to your judgment about what we should do with him.
2: <clears throat> I feel it would be unwise and inappropriate to forego my check ER1 duties due to the children for their date night. I, that sounds good. So,
1: do you want to stay and watch the the children and I will go see what William needs?
2: Yes. Spawn, we will continue mm-hmm. through the museum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so outside with the rest of the Piros who are now happily happily kick-flipping down some stairs. And one of them has done a sick grind. Um, Some quick learning. Right? Todd Roman must be a great teacher. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Uh, Alright, so Piro, you get this. And the people around you at this point have realized that your watch has gone off. Mm -hmm. Your friend William needs some help. And you're just kind of like, I assume, trying to shut it up, but it's not doing that. People are looking at you now. What do you do?
4: I make a swift, yet not graceful exit.
0: Okay, so <laughs> define swift, but not graceful.
4: Uh, let's let's A lot of stumbling, uh, a lot of, like, you know, scooby-doo, like,
0: <laughs> sure. legs
4: moving, but not really going anywhere. Sure. Uh, maybe some, like, doom, like, okay. some xylophone sound effects. Are you
0: trying to leave the museum, or are you going inside to help?
4: I'm just trying to, get, well, one, I'm trying to get away from all these people who are staring at me. Okay. And uh, two, I'm probably just going to go and try to find William and just be okay. like, "What the heck? So you're trying what to head does into this museum? mean?"
0: Okay, yeah. so you start running past the museum and you get a flash of uh, recognition across Todd Roman's face as you head mm-hmm. towards the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and from inside the museum, you hear kind of a dull explosion. Oh no! And we oh, dear. move back to William. Um, so... What exploded? So upon seeing you, uh, the guy who was fiddling with the case has decided that subtlety is out of the question now and has just smashed this whole thing and he took out part of the wall with him when he did that but now he's holding this stone rod and he kind of pushes his cowboy hat up with it and he goes, Feller, I don't know who you are but you done stepped into the wrong hoedown. He points the rod at you. I'm gonna give you three seconds to get out of here before I... three... Okay. Two... As he's doing this... Okay. My
3: eyes are all of a sudden going to burst into flame.
0: Okay. And he pauses the countdown. Ah, hell, we're doing it live. He stabs the uh, rod into the ground, and from beneath his feet, the floor cracks. Oh, God. And a T-Rex skeleton bursts from the floor. Oh, my God. And he is now riding the back of it. It's kind of cramped in this room, but it starts thrashing around.
2: I cannot believe I gave up. Fighting a T. Rex skeleton,
0: it. And as he is and as he is writing it, you can see that the tech that's on him is starting to spread out and encase this into a metal skeleton. Uh-huh. And there's a caption underneath it that says "Cybersaurus Hex, I Cybernetic Dinomancer. Yes. Okay, where's the rod?
3: Is it like he's sticking it. out? He's holding. Yeah, he's it. holding it's not it,
0: like like it as like it's in the dino skeleton. So it's, he's, he's, it's, like he's, it's like a control rod. It's a joystick. Yeah, a joystick. That's yeah. what you're telling me. He's just riding a carousel. Yeah, he's kind of he's like like a... like a, like a Some like <laughs> like circus imagery right there. Yeah, like it's a control a stick. Atari. Yeah. yeah. This is the coolest person in the
4: world. <laughs>
1: right?
2: <laughs> we thought it was Tony <laughs> Rex, Dakota. We're wrong. I thought
1: to was Hex. <laughs> yeah, it was this guy the whole time. <laughs> Let's join this guy. Yeah, honestly, we're on
0: the wrong side. Uh,
2: Forget uh, saving humanity. Uh, this guy and, has and the basically right basically,
0: the T-Rex bursting into the room, that's the dull explosion that they heard. You think it's only a matter of time before it's got enough room to actually assault you. What do you do?
3: So... This is a skeleton.
0: It is a swiftly cybernetic uh, encased skeleton. So it's like a dino skeleton with cybernetics all over it.
3: And the control rod is basically like... Now basically metal is like coming out from it. but It's kind of embedded in that. Yeah. So, since my understanding is that the dino is still hollow, and he will be looking for threats from elsewhere, I'm going to <laughs> summon up a demon inside the skeleton where he cannot see it. And the demon is going to... Uh, grab the control rod from the bottom, try and pull it straight
0: through okay. unexpectedly. Alright. I, I like that. I think that does count as directly engaging a threat. Well, oh, I agree. It yeah, sounds like it, yeah. Definitely does. Go ahead and roll that danger. All the way up to three now. Nice. It's max dangerous. I mean, that's a danger. ten. That's a ten. Nice. nice. Pick two of those
3: things. Uh, obviously, uh, take something from them.
0: Okay. So you're going to try and take that control rod. Mm-hmm.
3: And then I'm going to uh, try and preserve my own ass and uh, <laughs> resist and avoid some blows.
0: Okay. I think I think that works. Um, So you've got the control rod at this point. Whatever he was doing seems to have melded enough with this dinosaur that it's not continuing its transformation. But he's still got control of it. He's kind of melded into it. So he goes, "Oh, you ain't never tangled with me before!" And he flings the tail towards you. You duck out of it, but it does crash that entire wall out. Um, So now we get to the Baroness. You basically just see a giant, half cybernetic dino tail crash through the wall. There is panic. People are screaming. People are running. I can make it my own dinosaur. Maybe fight him. Maybe <laughs> uh, we'll get there. So, yeah, you see this happening as you're kind of heading. Because I assume you were just sauntering towards that. Yes. Now you have seen this happening, and there is definitely something going down. Yes. What do you do?
1: I want to ass- I want to look around. Okay. And see what I'm. Look- what looks like is going on.
0: So you're assessing that situation. Yes. All right.
1: What is that plus superior? Well, I got a five, so I assess nothing. Uh, go ahead. And-
0: yeah. Go ahead and uh, mark that potential. Boop. There is a dino in that room. It's got tech all over it, and that is really all you have eyes for right now. Gotcha. In that case, I'm going to run straight at it. Okay. So you're going to run straight at it. We're going to pause right there for a second, because at this point, Piro, you are just clearing the door, and there's security, and there are now people rushing out the door at you, so it's kind of hard for you to get in. Mm -hmm. What do you do?
4: Uh, I think I would like to uh, try to use the burn. Like I'd like to charge that. you to charge your burn? Yeah. Mm, right. so 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 let's
0: let's get to that. This is the first time we've ever seen Pure do this. mm -hmm. What does it look like on the page?
4: Uh, So I think that the mask would actually be the thing that seems to hold all the power. Okay. So I think maybe it's floating instead of attached. Okay. And uh, just maybe getting more, like,
0: oh, what's the word? There's more color in it. So So is it floating, like, in front of your face? Or is it, like, beside you or behind you?
4: I like it in front of the face. I originally pictured... Like beside and around me, but okay. I really like in front of the face. <laughs> okay,
0: could I make a suggestion? Yes. Maybe as it does that, it kind of encloses your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you are now uh, charged up, mm-hmm. and go ahead and roll that move.
4: So yeah,
0: Ooh. this is plus conditions marked. That's a
4: five plus two seven.
0: Okay, so what is that? Seven to ten.
4: It's I think that's a hit.
0: It's yeah, it's right on the. Yeah. So
4: on a hit, hold three burn, uh, hold three burn on a seven to nine marking condition. Hmm. on a miss hold two burn and mark three conditions okay.
0: so so you hold three so just give yourself a little marker that you've got three mm-hmm. and mark a condition what are you gonna
4: mark oh geez i'm already afraid and insecure <laughs> and those would be the ones that make the most sense i'll be angry I,
0: no that works you were having a good day watching t- todd roman teach right. kids to how, dare how, how dare they how dare they interrupt that yeah yep all right, okay. cool. So you've charged your burn. You're angry now, mm-hmm. and yeah, you see this tail crash through the wall. The Baroness kind of stops in the middle of the room for a second when that happens, and then the Baroness now is starting to charge towards that dino. Let's get over to the Baroness. What are you doing?
1: Okay, so I'm in the room, and I what do what do I what do I see? Like- you
0: see probably four or five guys in guard uniforms who have now pulled out these like shock batons, and they're starting to close on William. Okay. You also see this cybernetic guy who is half merged with this dinosaur skeleton. And he is just starting to kind of like rampage out of the room. Obviously, it's big enough that he can't quite get out yet, but he's getting there. He has just created himself quite a hole.
1: I think. Well, let's let me ask my <laughs> Alright. Custom die tells me I should charge straight at that cyber dude. Alright, so how
3: are you doing here? I'm not sure that thing is weighted any other
0: way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it always tells you to charge. So, alright, what are you gonna do?
1: I see I see the cyber guy on top of the dinosaur, mm-hmm. so. What I'm gonna try to do is climb up, run up the dinosaur's tail, okay, um, and like try to get him from behind and like sort of knock him off the dinosaur.
0: I like that. That's um, my thought. So that is definitely a directly engage. Are you gonna trigger <laughs> either of your moves?
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm triggering in a China shop. Okay, so that's the one where you create
0: uh, extra oh, collateral no. damage. Yes, it's no, a museum. Not a museum. What's <laughs> oh, <does> <laughs> wrong with you? That's why I had oh. to roll the dice because I didn't know. Oh. Oh, Bearoceros. Bear, bear, bear yeah. Okay. Okay, that's five, yes. six, seven,
1: eight.
0: That would normally get you one, but In a China Shop gets you another one. Yes. Uh, let's talk about collateral damage. Yes. So, oh, no. you are rushing through exhibits to get here. <laughs> so, before you, priceless artifacts are just being destroyed. Glass <laughs> cases everywhere. No! What Um, is wrong with you? And you hit the (laughs) tail, and you can see, like, dents in the cybernetic, like, material of the tail as you're running up it. What two are you going to pick?
1: I am going to take something from him, which is his control of his dinosaur, or his seat upon the dinosaur. Okay, so you're going to knock him off the dinosaur? I'm going to knock him off the dinosaur. And I feel as though I am also going to create an opportunity for my allies.
0: And what opportunity do you want to create?
1: Well, William is here.
0: Yes.
3: My demon
1: is literally yes. inside it right now. so this is my giving you the opportunity to do something
0: with that. You get up there and you basically knock him out of his seat. He's still yes. standing on top of the dinosaur at this point okay. because he's surprisingly acrobatic for a guy mm-hmm. his size. You are not choosing to resist or avoid his blows. I am not. Uh, which means as you knock him out, he kind of twists around and just elbows you in the face. Um, I want you to go ahead and take him out with to that. Yes.
1: Four. Nice. No conditions. Mark
0: Mark potential. Yeah. How do you weather that blow?
1: I think it's going to hit me right on the horn. Okay. And it's just going to, like, kind of bounce him off.
0: Yeah, just... he kind of, like, rubs it. Ah, that's smarted. Yeah, right they on make the them, horn. make him tougher than they used to. <laughs> uh, and so let's, let's get briefly over to William then, because you have... Then granted this opportunity, he's standing on top of the dino. The dino has paused, but you can still Now that it's animated, it is moving more or less independently. Mm. But he doesn't have any control over it. You have an opportunity, what are you gonna do? So he's standing on it right now. Yeah, he's standing on its back okay. having a fight with the Baroness. And it's starting to lumber out of this room, just kind of mindlessly. This is
2: a big room but he can have a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> he
0: had to thrash around to make room and break through a wall. Oh man. But the rest of the museum is set up for dino sized exhibits
3: control rod is in the hands of my daemon. Yes. Which is inside it. Is yes. It fully enclosed in metal at this point?
0: Um, no. The control rod was attached at the base, but it's just a stone rod. Right, but
3: I mean, like, is the dinosaur totally enclosed?
0: Oh, no. No. Just, like, the top half from... When you paused it, it
3: stopped growing. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I should try and imitate his use of powers or not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can, like, actually control this thing, but it seems like it'd be fun to try. Okay. Do it, do so it, do it, do it, do it. So, William is going to run up... Under the T-Rex, my demon is going to basically drop the control rod to me, and then I'm going to grab it and shove it back straight up <laughs> with my hands on it into the belly of the okay. T-Rex to start the, continue the process under my control.
0: Okay. Um, so I'm going to have you roll to unleash your powers. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: <clears throat> That's not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> roll plus freak.
3: Yeah, I have negative two to freak.
1: Fun. Do we have, we, we have team? You have two team in the pool right now.
0: Let's see how this roll goes.
3: Six. Six. Which means it's a four. Okay. Which means even if having two-team, that would do nothing.
0: Yeah. So you thrust this control rod up into the belly of this beast, and you realize that you are holding a giant, probably 20-pound stone rod just up in the air. You know it works somehow because you just saw it work, but you don't know how to activate it. And while you're figuring that out, Cybersaurus Hex up on top of it kind of looks down through the hole that uh, the Baroness just pushed him out of and sees you holding this rod— and he goes, "By Gilgamesh, we got us a novice. And he right puts a hand at you and says a word in a language that you don't understand. And the control rod starts to encase your upper arms in uh, in stone. Oh, crud! All right. So from there, we're going to move over to Piro. You So I will say, you're in here. You have seen that happen. Okay. Because there's a big hole in the wall now.
4: Okay, I got these burns. I think I'm just going to hang on to these burns. I okay. think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to... Run over to William, and I'm going to just try to pull him away okay. from the rod. Just like, I don't know.
0: You know what? That sounds like a defend to me.
4: Oh, Sheep up. Okay. Yeah. You're
0: trying, right, to, so... you're trying to move him out of the way of harm. Yeah.
4: Yes. So defend is plus... Savior. plus savior. Okay, but it's minus two because I'm insecure. It's a seven plus three, which is a ten, but minus two, so eight.
0: So yeah, that's a hit. Uh, So, on a hit, you protect them from danger, so you will basically run up, and you said you were just going to grab him and move him out of the way? Yeah. So you just physically grab him and move him out of the way, and... On a 7 to 9, it costs you. You can either expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Which do you want to do? Let's
4: expose me to danger. Okay, so we're going
0: to expose you to danger. You can also add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, which would be William, Mm -hmm. or clear a condition.
4: Okay, I don't have influence over you, so that's something to consider.
0: (laughs) You specifically lost that.
4: (laughs) And uh, adding a team to the pool wouldn't be bad, but I think I'm going to take influence.
0: Okay, okay. You oh, right. All right. Yeah. so you take influence over him, um, and I think the way that this exposes you to danger is as this T-Rex is lumbering out of here, it's just kind of shuffling along with its giant feet, and one of them kind of kicks at you. Oh, no. You go kind of flying into a case. So you and William are now halfway through a glass case. His upper arms are still encased in stone, but it's not spreading anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I still have the rod in my hands? Yes, but it is now encasing your hands in okay, stone. Okay, just you clarifying. Him, you clarify can't it, I still have it, it right it. now, yeah. Okay. And let's move over, at this point, to Darren yeah. and Tony Rex Dakota. Yes. Because as this was happening, you were leaving this exhibit, and Tony Rex knows trouble when he sees it, and he looks over at you, and he kind of hears what's going on, and he hears a giant crash. Can I trust you to keep this skeleton safe, young lady? Yes. And he kind of tips his imaginary hat at you and starts running. <laughs> oh my and gosh, as- I blushed so hard. <laughs> I blushed bright pink. Uh, bright pink and yellow. <laughs> And as he clears uh, the room, he transforms. And this is a. As he's stepping, you can feel the ground splinter. And within a couple <coughs> of steps, he is a full on flippin' T Rex, so, still with markings that look like a giant mustache and feathers, beautiful iridescent feathers, wow. all the way down his back.
1: I just yeah. have to ask. Yes. His transformation. Yes. Does it look like the cover of an Animorphs book? Um,
4: <laughs> Is it a magical girl transformation?
1: I was actually
0: thinking more magical girl. I see. Also pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So like as guess. he's going, like it's like Salmon. this kind of light, yes. and he kind of just erupts into this dinosaur. I had to he know. Jumps in the air, spins around a couple yeah. times. Right. There's no spinning because that would destroy things as he goes. So true. But like, yeah. So he still has the the spandex kind of markings along his body. With their feathers on his back and like scales on his belly. Beautiful. Perfect. Uh, and you hear him say, "Hang on, kids, I'm coming to help." Uh, Yes, Dan.
2: So I'm like, "You heard him, kiddos," and I tell them to grab a hold of my waist. Okay. And I put my hands on the skeleton mm-hmm. and I shift its density, so now it is transparent, <laughs> and that way it won't get hurt. And we're, I say, "We're going to go to the parking lot," and so we. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you taking this skeleton? I am I am literally stealing. <laughs> that. I am gonna make you roll the one mixture powers. Okay. That. Roll high.
2: Please roll high. All right?
0: It's oh a gosh. That's a snake eyes. It's snake eyes.
3: <laughs> Even with plus three.
0: It's a five. I'm gonna oh, take some good. from the pool. You can't okay. do that. Can. I can't. You can actually. You can use team selfishly, but you can only still use one at a time, so that would still only get you oh, up to a six. Oh no, never mind, I don't wanna do that. Uh, so yeah. I so here's what I'm gonna give you. Okay. You you do shift the density of the skeleton, yes. and you do manage to lift it. Yes. Um. But rather than shifting it down so it just easily floats through, you shift it up and it starts tearing through the building. The skeleton, oh no! The skeleton is still safe. Okay. But the building is not.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: this poor museum. Oh, <laughs> oh, so much priceless art is being destroyed okay. right now. Okay, we're never. So- Ever
3: so, a it, so it president. fell through the floors? No, no, no.
0: You've got it up in the air. Oh, I have it up in the got, air. Because you've got know, density manipulation. Oh, yes. Your, your, your powers are still working here. Yes. But you're keeping the skeleton safe in kind of the opposite way. It's right. too dense to be hurt.
2: Oh, no. Okay. But now I also have have Todd and, and and Cooper, who are also now shifted super heavy. Yes. We now have
0: super strong children. Super strong children. So, Piro. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to get back to you at this point. Yeah. You are now in this glass case with William, who has the stone rod stuck in his hands and kind of stuck to his Mm hands. You've got, you can see Tony Rex Dakota in dino form, kind of charging at this rampaging cybersaurus. Yes. What do you do? All
4: right. So I would like to spend a burn on my moat flare and create a barrier that will hold back threats as long as I keep my attention on it. To contain the, the rod Okay. Guy, okay. and then.
0: Contain nothing. Cybersaurus X.
4: Yeah.
1: Contain mm-hmm. Cybersaurus and Tony Rex to go to go Dakota in the yeah. same place. There you go. Perfect.
0: Okay. Go ahead and spend that burn. All right. Create Nire like a, an octagon of okay. dinosaur combat. Cool.
1: If you will. Cool. Beacon Witch.
0: William, you've got a control rod stuck to your hands now. Not worried about it. Okay. What are you angry. mean? Angry. Very angry right now. Very angry right now. Okay. Marking edition. How dare he? <laughs> How dare he?
3: So, the. uh, They're still. We, we still have. uh, Cowboy man on its back, right? Yeah. can du- it out with the baroness. Yes, perfect.
0: It is worth noting that there are about four of his guards down here too. Mm. Yeah. They just haven't done anything quite yet. There's th- because <laughs> can you blame them? Right? No. Like I ain't getting in the middle of that. So
3: the d- my demon, which is still summoned mm-hmm. in the belly, mm-hmm. is going to burst up through mm-hmm. uh, and attempt to basically grab his face and then bash him into
0: the back Love of the T Rex. All right. Yeah, that's directly engaging a threat if ever there was one. Come on, oh, <laughs> I love the You did say you wanted more potential. True. <laughs> Team for the pool. I only need one. Yeah. Do either of you want to help with this? Oh, I'll help. How are you going to help? Because you <laughs> see this demon burst up.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that demon's back legs and give it some extra force to pull him face first into okay. the thing. I think
0: that'll do it. Uh, so pick one of those. I'm not so worried
3: about resisting or avoiding mm. blows right now, so I will create a future opportunity for the Baroness.
0: Okay, and one other question. Yes. Actually,
3: before I pull that team from the pool, she created an opportunity for me earlier. Does that actually count as a plus one, or is that mm. more of a narrative
0: thing? It's um, more of a narrative. The opportunity yeah. was that you got the rod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, can't I tried my plus one, one
3: from a long time ago from assessing the situation. No, you absolutely
0: can but that was okay. the only to get you up to an 8. So technically we could just use that team. No, for, I know, but yeah.
3: I, I just don't need to pull the team from yeah, yeah, the Yeah, you can just that leave
0: that point. there. Okay. okay, no, that's a good call. Good yeah, call. that'll work. So I okay. get
3: it up to a 7 using that. Okay. Don't have to pull the team from the So you're the
0: going to create an opportunity for your ally. Correct. Is that what, I get? what opportunity are you creating?
3: He's going to be on his face.
0: Okay, so he's just kind of like <laughs> staggered. Yes, right. I'm going to try and stagger him. So no. I do
3: that, and then I yell out from the other side of the room as his face Mashes into the metal. Novice, this asshole.
0: And I think uh, he sees Tony Rex coming and, he's, and he is kind of staggered. And he looks over between the two of you and goes, Ugh, My old nemesis. Yeah. And apparently my new one. And I think Hell the yeah. opportunity he's going to take um, is that he's just going to jump off. He's going to roll off the back of this um, dino. And he's going to come straight down at you with a fist. So at he's. M- me personally. At you personally. Because okay. you have been a thorn in his ass. Okay. Um, so I want you to roll to Take Powerful Block. Well,
1: I'm going to activate Shielding <laughs> if okay. that's possible.
0: It is, it is possible to defend William from an immediate threat. <laughs> you can do that. So let's let's first have you go Shielding, and then should you fail, you'll yes. take up the Palisman. Sounds move. good. All right, so okay. Mark the Armature check.
1: That's right. I'm going to see if I can. <laughs> You're going to fill this thing up. I'm going to fill that up right now. All right. Oh. Nice. oh, so good. So that is a 10 plus freak is 12. Nice.
0: So you have defended someone. I Uh, have. So first off, you definitely do the thing. What does it look like? Because he is rolled off the back of this as he's been rocked. He is coming straight towards William. How do you get between him and William?
1: I say I'm going to sort of anticipate Mm -hmm. what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sort of swing myself around beneath the
0: dinosaur. Okay. Sort of pop up right in the middle. Oh, I like that. So you're just going to meet him halfway in the end. Yeah. And he kind of like clangs into your like rhino arm. Yes. All right, cool. And then on the defend, you want to add a team, take influence, or clear a condition?
1: I am going to add a team. Okay.
0: So you add a team. That brings us up to three in the team pool. So yeah, William just saw his uh, rockety death kind of coming at his face and then... Baroness jetted in front of you. You didn't think something that size could move that fast or like that. <laughs> uh, it's honestly pretty impressive. And Tony Rex is going to take this moment as you two meet in the air to just swoop in with a bite and grab Cybersaurus Hex in his mouth. <laughs> and he says over uh, around it, Get the dino! I got this one! <laughs> Pyrrho,
4: mm-hmm. what do you do? Yeah, I think I'm just going to... Keep continuing okay. to keep that. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe yeah, you could shrink um, the box. Ooh, can I do that? Can I shrink the barrier?
0: Could could Piero
1: spend a burn to shrink the barrier?
0: Oh you know what? I'll allow that. To. Yeah. I'll allow sure. I'll All right. do that. Like it's sort of like you're creating a, new a new barrier. Way. Way. Yeah. Smaller. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll allow that. Yeah, cool. Okay. So at that point I think then we are gonna move back to the baroness. Because okay. you have just like met this guy in midair. There's that like kind of like cross sort of uh, bounce off.
1: Mm-hmm. Tony
0: Rex has grabbed Hex and you are now kind of in midair. What do you do?
1: Okay, so my thought is, while I'm in midair, I'm going to kick off of Hex slash Tony Dakota and rocket myself towards that T-Rex. Okay. Right into its cyber face.
0: I like it. Uh, Go ahead and directly engage that threat.
1: That is a six, seven,
0: eight, nine, ten, eleven. Wow. Nice. Uh, Did you want to uh, engage any of your other moves?
1: I am not going to engage my other moves (laughs) at this point.
0: In a China shop.
1: (laughs) I think I've caused enough damage to this poor museum Yeah,
0: the Every time we get in a fight, there's just so much collateral damage. It's our ball!
4: <laughs> I'm trying very predominantly hard for there bar. not to be any okay. collateral Okay, so choose two advantage. of those. Okay. I
1: want to... I want to take something from them. I want to take its structural integrity. You can do that. Take okay. its, you can
0: at least take its balance. And yeah, like something like that. Yeah,
1: I like that. So, yeah. I want to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
0: I think you can do that. I think okay. in this case suppressing surprising, impressing, or frightening the opposition is gonna mean basically the guys with Yes. Yeah, his the minions, people there. Yeah. Who again have been mostly staying out of the way but are armed and are yes. you know here. Ooh,
1: that might be a good bit. I'm gonna take them around. Yeah, but basic,
0: yeah basically. Yeah. That's basically what you're doing with yes. surprise or frightened. Yes, I'm so surprising them frightening. frightened. You not avoid, uh, his did not avoid I did not. So as you are going down, its little T-Rex arm grabs you. So you knock into it, but it grabs you in its T-Rex arm and kind of, like, smashes you against the wall as it's going. Uh, go ahead and take a powerful blow. Seven. Uh, so, so close. seven to nine, what do you do?
1: Right. Seven to nine, take a powerful blow. Lash out verbally. Give ground. Struggle past the pain. Mark two conditions. I have zero conditions marked, so okay. I'm going to mark two conditions. What are you going to mark? I am <laughs> going to be angry. Okay. Surprise,
0: surprise. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to feel a little bit guilty That's about true. all the damage I've yeah, done to this museum. Yeah, I was about to
0: say, you, you, you did a lot of damage. So with that, um, it kind of falls apart and some of the uh, metal starts falling off of it. And you can tell that it's not really structurally sound. It's still thrashing around, but um, it's probably not going to be getting back up anytime soon. Let's move over at this point to William. This thing is down. You still have this thing stuck to your arms. Tony Rex has... Uh, Hex in his jaws and is slowly starting to like shrink back down to normal size, but you notice he's still got one really large T Rex foot just on top of him. That,
3: how does that even?
0: It looks weird as hell. <laughs> okay. It's effective. <laughs> it's effective. And as he's coming down from that, he, he kind of looks over at you. Yeah, I can't really control this like this for long. Could you maybe, uh, you know, finish him off? I was going to say contain him. Just going to
3: knock him out. Oh, yeah, that him.
0: works just fine.
3: Cool. I'll have my uh, demon walk over and thump him in the head. And that works. That works just fine.
0: Coop de grace. And he kind of, like, uh, shakes his <laughs> leg a little bit. <laughs> he kind of shakes his leg a little bit. Ah, oh, oh, that tingles every time we do it. Uh, meanwhile, back outside the museum. Back in the
2: outhouse, things are
0: piling up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, yes. I took his hat. Okay, so you've got his hat. Yes. All right.
2: And Tony <laughs> Rex actually hat. kind of like,
0: that's a good look. I do that myself most times. It's a good so, thing to take from so outside, so you have managed to get this dino outside mm-hmm. uh, into the parking Did lot. You just put
1: your boat hat on him?
0: Where Todd Roman <laughs> was, you know, teaching Pyro kids to kickflip. And now this giant T-Rex skeleton bursts out of the wall.
2: Uh, yes. And
0: for a minute he's like, oh. And he kind of goes over to stop in front of him. He goes like, I can't let you steal that. And he's trying to like, strike a heroic <laughs> pose. But you can tell that he is scared out of his mind. Oh, yeah. What do you do? I'm only borrowing. I think that's museum property. Don't, it, don't make me get my friend Pierrot on you. <laughs> Piero's my friend too. And at that point he's like, wait, you know Piero? Yes, Piero's like, a fine human like, being. Look, tell you what, drop the skeleton and we'll call it Squaresies.
2: So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take this to the Taco Bell parking lot. Just a couple blocks down, and then I'll put it down, and then we can all have some churros and discuss it over that.
0: Counter-offer, <laughs> my bro-ciples can wash the skeleton in this parking lot where it belongs, and we can still go to Taco Bell.
2: Get some tea, I feel like Todd and Cooper both be like really on board with that plan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: They're totally on board with that. I mean, Todd Coop, Todd and Cooper, and then this is Todd Roman. Yeah. So Todd, and Todd is a big Todd, Todd Roman fan. Todd and partner. Todd are really <laughs> close. Big, big, big Roman fan. Is that is that okay? I
2: think I'm I'm just nervous about leaving it there.
0: Don't worry, my bros' are on point.
2: Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's already unbreakable, so yeah, it's gonna last a little bit.
0: So I think that's where we uh the the panels that we end that on is this um, giant dinosaur uh, skeleton sitting in the parking lot surrounded by, like, six bro-cycles who are looking really awkwardly like kind of a guard squad. Um, and there's some Piro kids doing kick flips in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and Todd Roman and the Darren kids are walking across the street to the Taco Bell as the sun is kind of, like, up in the sky. Uh, and we see the panel behind you of the museum, and there's just, like, <laughs> rubble and smoke.
2: And a successful outing as the R One. Thank you uh, very much. <laughs> Masks, A New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway. It is made of mushrooms, mayhem, and mimes. Give it your dollars. It is well worth them. The Baroness is played by Christina. Piero is played by Lenny. You can find her on Instagram at catfood. William Infernus is played by Jordan. Darren is played by Nan. Find her on Instagram at nanjutsu. Apex City is jammed by Jeremy, who also writes the music and edits this podcast. Our album art was provided by Ash Brandt. Find them on Twitter at cinderbrandt or Instagram at brandt.ash and on Tumblr at Kimmons. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever fine podcasts are sold. Follow us on Twitter at Apex City Cast. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next issue.